Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. Be very clear of your personal values first, otherwise there's nowhere to go. It's very difficult to bring in team members that align with you so that you can co-create business values if you're not really clear on what your personal values are first. There's an opportunity to potentially share your values and actually written out just as we would in the office and stick them on the wall somewhere for everyone to see, actually put them on your website that we articulate to our clients as well. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out create the influence, income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined as always by the lovely Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I am wonderful. Thank you, Sam. And That's I so promise good. not to bang the table today's episode. So I have my hands up. You can't see it on the recording but I have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just, just to let people know exactly what you're talking about. Before we were recording, Tim was hitting the table to make a point and all we could hear was the springs on his boom. <laughs> so I've told him he's not allowed to touch the table for the next 10 minutes. Sorry about that. Anyway, we've got a really exciting topic today and one that I think we don't give enough focus to. I'm not sure if that's yeah. the right word, but enough weight, focus to- I think enough, even enough, we don't give enough weight to this topic. I don't know we give enough weight at any point in our business, but we really should. And certainly not early enough in our business development. And that is the development and probably more importantly, the articulation of what is important to you. And we're talking about your values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of the values as the North Star of your business. They are the thing that if if nothing else, you can go back and really look at the values and go, where are we heading? And I did not understand the importance of this early enough. I wish that I had realized the importance of values earlier than I did. But once my coach had said, you know, this is something that's that you should look at and get clear on and are able to articulate this, it definitely changed the way that we did business, just having that focus. Um, so it's something that I didn't, I did felt like I, I could have brought in earlier and it would have made a much bigger impact. What do you think was a difference that it made? Right. And, and yeah, look, we all operate on a set of values, whether we articulate mm-hmm. them oh, totally. uh, consciously or not. Well, what you do you are. think, yeah. what do you think for you, Sam, was the difference in starting to write them down and kind of integrate those values more consciously into your business? 
I think that by doing that and being having them more top of mind, it's a lot easier to make your decisions because those values are top of mind rather than just unconsciously letting them sort of flow in and out. So not having our values written down, we always know that's what we're heading towards. So at any time when we've got a decision, is this in alignment or is this not in alignment? It's a lot better to have them conscious and top of mind than unconscious and by accident. You know, as you said, they are still going to flow in and out. We do operate on our value system, but having them there top of mind is a lot different. And I know that I've even heard my team members mentioning to other team members, even in the Slack channel, that's not, you know, in alignment with this particular value. You know, it's even come up in in conversations. Yeah, I I would agree with you. I think I was fortunate in that when I said to myself that I was going to be a consultant and I was going to put my consultant hat on and leave my day job. I was actually working with a mate of mine in Melbourne and, and we came up with a set of values that were important to us. And we actually build an opportunity matrix by which we would evaluate business opportunities that came to us either as investments or things that or relationships that we were going to pursue. And some of that assessment criteria was, you know, how much capital is it going to require? You know, do we know anything about this particular space? What do we think the return on investment is going to be? But one of the other criteria that we put on that was, is it a values match? And we picked three particular values that sort of encapsulated a bunch of smaller and secondary ones. And we actually scored our opportunity assessment based on our values as well, mm-hmm. knowing that if we got into stuff that didn't fit with who we were, we would probably find it much harder going. We'd be less enthusiastic about it. Mm. And by making it conscious, making it a more conscious decision about what we were going to pursue, we actually found that when we woke up in the morning, we're like, this is actually really cool. We're getting to work in something that we love. We're getting to work Mm. with people that we love working with. Uh, and and that's the real that's the real difference in it, in, in values, isn't it? Because when we're Absolutely. not in alignment with our values, we find everything that, that just that little bit harder going, a little bit more difficult to get into, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit less enthusiasm for the thing that isn't in alignment or the client that's not in alignment. Absolutely. You get a heavy feeling or a heavier feeling. Then when you're in alignment with your values, you get a very light feeling, a very excited feeling, a feeling like you want to move forward yeah. because it's, you know, like it's your North Star. It's taking you in the right direction. Yeah. And it's like a, this conflict scale. We know that if we're not in alignment, we're going to find more friction and conflict. And we are in alignment, we'll find less friction and conflict. And I think this is actually really important to, to have if we look at just about everything in our business, you know, mm-hmm. who our clients are, who our partners are. We were just having a conversation off air again, oh, as we totally. often do about some of the partners who are not in alignment with what it is we do. And and we know that you and I get along really well because we do share a lot of really similar mm. values. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. we're up to, I don't know, 350, 400-odd podcast episodes together. Exactly. It's a lot, right? Because we're really in alignment of values. If we weren't in alignment, we would be looking forward to these podcasts like a nail in the head. <laughs> Which is zero <laughs> rather right? than getting but it on. Is. And, it's, and, it, yeah. it, it pervades everything we do. If if uh, the, the, the suppliers that we happen to work with um, and we're becoming more conscious of ethical investments and that sort of stuff as well, you know, we want to make sure that we are in alignment in values with the 
tools and resources that we invest in and the people we work with. It's important with our team as well. And then that's mm-hmm. a really, you know, as you mentioned, it's a really big thing for your team that we're consciously aware that the team is like now acting out the values that we, we espouse in our business. Absolutely. Let's talk about the outcome before we go into how we use it in our business. Let's talk about the outcome of a values misalignment, because I think that it's really important to notice maybe some of these symptoms that are coming up that helps us to be able to prescribe the, you know, the outcome. What is the symptom that can show up of a values misalignment? I think the, I mean, it's a really good question. Um, and it's something that we really should pay attention to early on. You know, a lot of us would say things like mutual respect are really important values. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that shows up when you're talking to partners and or, you know, or prospects mm-hmm. about how much airtime you get in the conversation. Absolutely. Right? It's so a just big little one. things like this actually start to demonstrate, you know, what a person's values actually are. Right? And if, if you know that, um, you know, in your you know, your preliminary conversations before you bring on a client, they're constantly talking over you or, or hogging the conversation or, you know, they say, you know, if you ask something as simple as, hey, Sam, how was your day? And they go, oh, my, God, was, my, my day was amazing, blah, 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 blah. And then there's no reciprocal question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and how are you doing? You know, what's going on with you? You know, there might be a misalignment in the fact that, there's, there's this potential sort of lack of care or interest in in you as well as a, as a company or as an individual, and that mm-hmm, might mm-hmm. be an indication of a misalignment. Now, if you're just not into that, that's fine. That might be a match for you. Right? If mm-hmm, you just want to get mm-hmm. straight down to business, there might be that, that values match. But when it's not working and this starts to sort of pervade into everything that you do, it, you'll, you'll find, again, that you just have this uncomfortable feeling. You'll get to that point, and I'm sure a lot of us will have had this. You know, you get that call from the client and going, oh, fuck, do I really want to talk to them today? Mm-hmm. And you we've know? all had that. We've all had that that feeling. And it's, it is the symptom of not being in alignment with values. That's, I think, probably one of, I think, one of the biggest ones, like having that feeling with clients having a team member that is not on the same page as the the rest of the team or, you know, invested in the outcome because maybe their values are not in alignment with your values. So I think it's really important to pay attention to those things. One of the reasons that we decided to record this episode was a couple of conversations that, that we had off air about potential collaboration partners and collaboration partners that that weren't in alignment. And I think that that's really important conversation around collaboration partners, because if your audience is used to or is aligned with you because they align with your values and all of a sudden someone comes into the mix and their values don't align, it can actually have a far reaching implication in your business. So you need to be very, very aware of, um, you know, who I guess who you're letting in, who you're aligning with. Yeah, and, and not just with your partners, with your team as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of us will have worked in environments where, you know, there's one bad egg who's constantly disruptive and, and you know, breaking up the flow of everybody else. That's more often than not because there's that values misalignment uh, mm-hmm. in, in what's going on. And the same thing with customers. You know, you'll, you'll definitely have customers at some point 
through your business career where you're going, I really wish we had said thanks very much, but, you know, I think there's a better fit elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And we do have those. We just Sometimes we just need to have the courage to actually bring them to the surface and go, well, this is why we've got this mismatch, why we're having this disruption, as we mentioned, as I mentioned before, why we're having this friction mm-hmm. in what it is we do. And it's often because we've got this values misalignment. And when we start to map that stuff out and actually bring it to the surface, we become consciously aware of why there is this friction occurring. Absolutely. So we've got four different areas that we want to talk about very quickly around where to bring the values in and how to bring them in. And number one is your vision. And one of the questions that you asked me, Tim, was do I come up with my values first or do you come up with them with your team first? And I think it's really important to be very clear of your personal values first. Otherwise, there's nowhere to go. It's very difficult to bring team members on and bring in team members that align with you so that you can create or co-create sort of business values if you're not really clear on what your personal values are first. But I'm really intrigued, and I didn't ask you at the time, I'm really intrigued why you asked that question. What what were your thoughts around that? Look, I think it's one of these things that, again, we don't look at. As much as we'd love to think our team is going to be with us forever, mm-hmm. right? our team is replaceable. Mm-hmm. Right, and if we're not in alignment with the values of our own business, like this is our business, this mm-hmm, is the mm-hmm. thing, right? This is our business, and first and foremost, it needs to be aligned with our values, mm-hmm. and then the team's secondary. Now, while it's important to have the team aligned as well, first and foremost, the one constant in your business is going to be you until such time mm-hmm. as you get out of it altogether. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's why I think it's really important that you make sure that you've got your values really articulated first and map the business to that because you are the sort of, you know, you are the, you're uh, the, the driver chief, of the bus. You're the chief protagonist, right? You're the main mm-hmm. storyteller of your business. So mm-hmm. you, know, you may as well align it to you if nobody else. Absolutely. So number one is getting clear on your personal values and aligning them with your vision. And number two is team. So I share my personal values with the team, but then as a team, we need to get really clear on what are we all working to or what are we all working toward together because this is going to change a little bit. And I know that you share this with your team way more than I do, Tim, and it's actually made me reflect as we were chatting before we started recording that I think that I'm going to talk about this a little bit more with my team because you bring it up every week, don't you? Yeah, it's absolutely. It's um, We start every single meeting with uh, just a recap of what our purpose and values are. Right? So what are we trying to achieve and why are we trying to achieve it? And I think it's just good to reinforce that. Um, I actually take this one step further. And when I do my team performance reviews, and I know we do that a little bit differently, but I actually, in our performance reviews, one of the things I ask is I ask my team, how have they demonstrated values, our values, uh, you know, over the previous month or quarter mm. or, you know, half year as well. Not, you know, how many emails did you send or how many mm-hmm. jobs did you tick mm-hmm. off? Demonstrate how you lived our values mm. and, and, you know, articulate that. I think that's a really important thing. If you're going to live your values, live them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no point just them being words on a sheet of paper. They're, they're things that we embody. Not yeah. Like just I've seen, about- I've seen that before, you know, my going back to my old corporate 
my old corporate life, I recall, uh, and I won't name the company. <laughs> no, please don't. Because <laughs> they've got more lawyers than I do. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so their, their idea of articulating values was to hang a couple of coloured posters from the ceiling and, and we had notepads, you know, with this swirl on it that had been done you know, beautifully by some graphic designer somewhere with these words on them that didn't really mean anything to anybody. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, the little subcommittee who'd come up with these company values. And it was very difficult to kind of feel connected to the company because they just said, these are our values and off you go. Mm. Right? There was no real engagement with them or what they actually meant, you know, in, in practice. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, when you when you see that sort of thing, which is the environment that I came from, this is our values, we're telling you and see the poster on the wall to actually what does this mean to actually live and espouse these values in everything that we do. Yeah, totally. So let's talk about number three, and this is our brand, like our personal brand, so that I guess our audience and our prospects know what our values are without us actually putting a post up on our social media once a week that says, hey, this is our values. So how do you, I guess, impart your values in your marketing or in the way that you speak to your audience? Uh, I think actually it's not, you know, here's the dot points of our, our 6, 9, 10, 15, 3 values, whatever the number is, right? That's not what we're talking about here. But I think in the same way that if we use our custom avatar to understand who we're talking to, it's also about showing up with congruence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we have our values there as we're kind of creating our marketing content, we can actually start to articulate that through the stories we tell mm. and, and, and how we show up you know, with, our, with our audience. What are your thoughts on that? Totally. I think that this is all around the stories that we tell show our values, what's important to us, the way that we show up, the reason that we talk about, you know, the why that do we talk about what we talk about. But it's definitely for me around the stories that we share that tells the story of our values. And I did a a post on social media, it was years and years ago, but I wanted to really understand from my audience, what did they think my values were? And yeah, it was I remember seeing re- that post actually, it was really interesting it was one. A, it was a really powerful post. It got a lot of traction. There was a lot of people in my audience who were very generous with their time to comment. And it was really heartwarming for me to see that those values of mine were exactly what they were recognizing what they echoed back at you exactly it was like they were the mirror and they mirrored back to me what my values were and it made me realize or it helped me to realize that i was definitely on the right track and the way that i was sharing you know about me was being picked up in the right way yeah i actually think that it takes a lot of courage to say hey hey audience what what do you think of me Well, I mean, I know I'm not a bad person, but I hadn't actually thought about it like that. I didn't think anything bad was going to come back. (laughs) Look, an opportunity to realign, if nothing else. Now, one area that we'd love to actually get your feedback on listeners as well. So jump on over to the community there and and just comment in the the post for this episode about clients. Now, Mm -hmm. clients is an issue. I've actually fired clients before because they weren't a, a match with our values. Mm-hmm. I wasn't articulating at that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell mm-hmm. my clients what my values were, and I didn't certainly didn't run them through that as part of our onboarding process that says this mm-hmm. is this is what's important to us clients. 
we were having a very brief chat about whether you should do that either before you sign somebody up or as part of your onboarding experience. Um, mm. And we were in two minds, weren't we? Well, I'm of the of the mind that as our prospects are attracted to us, if we've done a really good job, they will unconsciously know what our values are because they're attracted to us because energetically they're in alignment. My thought on this is that if you give them this information before they sign, that it's just information that they don't necessarily need at that time and that will potentially overwhelm them as an extra piece of information. My thought is that sharing that after you sign a client is a much, like it makes more sense to me. But I love that we open up that conversation and I thought, okay, I would love to know other people's thoughts on that because you had potentially a different thought on this, Tim. Yeah, well, at the moment I do it like you, right? As part of our onboarding experience, we do say, hey, look, client, these are our values and this is what is important to us. My only hesitation about my current process is that I've already signed the client at that stage Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I really want to make sure that the people we do sign are the right people. Now, I probably wouldn't do it immediately pre-sales call and say, hey, mm-hmm. look, you know, before you sign up today, these are our values. Yeah. Do, do like you them. tick these boxes? <laughs> Please tick that you agree with these, these sentiments because <laughs> otherwise it's not going to work. Right? But I do think there's an opportunity to potentially uh, share your values and actually written out, right? I mean, just as we would in the office and stick them on the wall somewhere for everyone to see, actually put them on your website that we articulate to our clients as well and say, hey, client, these are the things that are really important to us and these are our values. Be aware of them. Not necessarily as part of your sales process, mm-hmm. but you know, there's almost pre-framing. At some point, someone's going to look at your website and say, who are you? Right, all your social media and say, who are you? So, you know, that's my only thoughts. I am going to experiment with both and, and see what happens over the next 12 months and whether we, whether we bring better clients on. But I've, I must admit that I certainly noticed by having that as part of our onboarding experience, I'm, I'm definitely having a better relationship with clients that I've um, signed more hmm. recently. So I think that this is a really great conversation to open up because we're always very open to, um, you know, exploring different ways. So we would love you to share with us what your thoughts are around that. Do you uh, talk about your, do you articulate clearly your values before you sign your clients or after you sign your clients, or do you not actually talk about them? Do you just, I guess, live your values and, um, people, you know, just energetically align by feeling whether this is the right value mix or not. So yeah, let's open up that conversation. We would we would love to chat about that because as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, values in business are so important and it is something that I had have realized earlier, the importance of values because they really are the North Star of our business. So guys, that's it for today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, jump up to the top of the phone there, hit the three buttons, subscribe, like, uh, let people know if they've uh, if you've got some value. Um, and of course, don't make sure you come and join us in the Coaches, Course Creators and Speakers community on Facebook, where we're going to continue this conversation and many others. Sam, it's been wonderful joining you on today's podcast again. Thanks for joining me, Tim, and thank you for listening. And we will see you on Tuesday for another episode of Influenced by Design. Ciao for now. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too, come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global. Global.